Welcome back to the Core EM Podcast and Project. Core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. This is Swami coming to you with pearls from our weekly resident conferences. Now, this is going to be a short podcast because our conference featured small group workshops on airway and procedural sedation. And we're going to bring those pearls to you next week because it's kind of a two-week series for us. This week, we're just going to review some of the key learning points from our Grand Rounds lecture. So this week, our Grand Rounds came to us from Howie Mel. Now, Howie's an EM physician down in North Carolina with a special focus on pre-hospital care and flight medicine. He's a frequent contributor to MRAP and an all-around great guy. His Grand Round talk was titled 48 Tweets on 24 Topics and was truly an example of how attention deficit disorder affects emergency physicians. Howie spent a couple of minutes on a large number of topics with time tweets going out with resources on where to find more information. It was a great talk and a great example of using Twitter to control the conversation that accompanies your talk. There were a lot of things Howie touched on, but a couple that I think are truly core content and deserve extra mention. Number one was ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, or OHSS. This is an iatrogenic complication of IVF. Basically, exogenous hormones are given to cause multiple eggs to mature from a woman's ovaries. This leads to increased endogenous hormone secretion, leading to complications. In moderate forms, you can see third spacing of fluid into the peritoneal space, causing ascites. This can get pretty massive and actually can cause compromise of lung function. Additionally, you can see third spacing of fluid into the thoracic cavity, leading to pleural effusions. On top of this, the hormones make you more thrombophilic, leading to DVT and PE. So this can get pretty nasty. Often, you'll need to drain fluid from the belly or the pleural space to improve respiratory physiology, and you may even have to look for clots in these patients. Next, Howie moved on to a mini rant on backboards. Now, there's some great foam resources out there on this topic. A recent one that I think is really good is a lecture that was featured on EM Cases, which is Anton Hellman's podcast, and I'm going to drop a link to that in the show notes. Howie's bottom line, backboards are good at helping with extraction, and that's about it. Leaving people on them for transport and in the department is simply inviting pressure sores, which are a major cause of morbidity. It only takes about 30 minutes on a board to cause a pressure sore. Get the patient off of them, or even better, don't use them to begin with. From here, Howie briefly touched on TXA, or tranexamic acid and trauma. He discussed a bit about the CRASH-2 trial and lamented the fact that TXA has not become standard care in the U.S. for trauma. It seems that we in the U.S. are a bit of late adopters on this one. Now, HIPPOEM released a brief talk Howie gave on this topic, and that's free, so I'm going to link that in the show notes as well. We've got a post on the Crash 2 article as well in the core journal updates section, so you can check that out as well. From TXA, Howie moved to anaphylaxis, and his plea here was that we need to look hard for anaphylaxis and treat it aggressively. The only treatment we know that makes a difference is epinephrine. In patients with anaphylaxis, epinephrine is the first-line treatment, and it's life-saving. IM epi is fine in the relatively stable patient, but if you've got IV access in a life-threatening anaphylaxis patient, go ahead and give it IV. You can start low with something like 5 to 10 micrograms in adults and titrate up as needed. The number five thing that Howie went over that I think is important is some pearls related to the EKGs. And my favorite one that he discussed is to make sure to get a chest pain-free EKG in patients who present with chest pain. The differences from the pain-present EKG to the pain-free one can be subtle or marked and can give you a lot of useful information. 
Howie discusses a case he had where the chest pain present EKG was pretty unremarkable, but the pain-free one had Wellens T-waves. Now, Wellens T-waves are deep inverted T-waves in the precordial leads, which are most marked in V2, 3, and 4. And Wellens waves are a sign of severe LAD disease, something we clearly don't want to miss. The final pearl that I want to review was a highlight of nasal oxygenation during efforts to secure a tube, or no DSAT, as coined by Rich Levitan. The practice of apneic oxygenation is a game changer in RSI. The patient continues to oxygenate while they're paralyzed, allowing for more safe apneic time for intubation. It has revolutionized my practice. Rich Levitan has been the real EM spokesperson for this, and we'll drop a link to an article that he wrote for EP Monthly in the show notes. But the basic idea here is to leave high-flow nasal cannula on after you give the paralytic. So as you can see, Howie gave a real whirlwind tour of EM, and I've only highlighted about a half dozen of the 24 topics that he reviewed. You can get lots more from Howie by following him on Twitter, where his handle is at Dr. Howie Mel. And if you're an MRAP subscriber, you can get a bunch of audio segments from him there as well. Well, that's all for the Core EM podcast this week. Next week, we'll be back with pearls and pitfalls from our airway management and procedural sedation workshops. Come on over and check us out at our site, coreem.net. Visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter where our handle is at core underscore EM. Remember, Core EM is core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. 